Hi everyone, welcome back to the podcast. I hope you're all doing well and I hope you all had a good week. Today's episode is another one that was requested by someone on Instagram, uh, but it wasn't just one someone, it was a lot of someones. This was a super highly requested um, topic and I'm pretty flattered. A lot of people wanted me to talk about money, which I don't know if, you know, they just suggested it without even thinking anything about me or if maybe they requested it because they have this idea that I know a lot about money. I don't know, but I'm flattered either way. Um, I am excited to do this episode. I have kind of a lot of different things to cover in this episode and it might not be totally what you're expecting. So I hope that you guys enjoy it. I think I'm just going to jump right into it today. Um, so yeah, I don't really have anything else to say. Uh, I'm trying to think, do I have any updates? I don't know. I guess not. I think we'll just jump right into this episode, guys. Wow. That was a really, really lame intro. Um, but yeah, so for this episode, I want to talk about finances and my outlook on money. What I have learned kind of practically money tips and like saving money and stuff like that like how to you know I guess take care of your personal finances and what I've learned in that area and then I'm also going to talk about the spiritual side of things because I feel like I have a very balanced outlook on money now it wasn't always that way and I'll talk about that but I have a pretty good balance between practicality and spirituality when it comes to money. And for those of you who have never really looked at the spiritual side of it, you're probably like, what the F are you talking about? But for any of you who have looked into like manifestation and spirituality when it comes to money, um, then you probably know what I'm getting at. So anyway, I think I'm going to kind of talk about my outlook on money and kind of like where it started and where it is now, because your outlook on money is everything. Like it is so important. Basically, I grew up in a, I guess you would call it like middle class household, upper middle class. Um, My parents like did really well for themselves and we never like lived in poverty or we never went through any situations where um, they couldn't provide for us or they couldn't put food on the table or anything like that. I had a really, really privileged childhood in that way. And um, both my parents worked and just had kind of like regular nine to five jobs. But my dad came from kind of a lot harder um, financial situation when he was growing up. His parents or one of his parents, I'm not sure if both of them did, filed for bankruptcy twice throughout his life. And that gave him a very, I want to say like conservative approach and an outlook on money and kind of more of a um, like stressed outlook. Like I remember all the time growing up, like we always had enough money and my dad knew that, like he knew we were fine, but he was always really intent on saving as much as possible and being really, really careful about money. So I grew up with a very, I guess, like stressed mindset about money, even though we always had enough, which is a really odd thing to experience. Um, And I think it can only really come from when someone knows what it's like to not have enough money. And um, that kind of just develops 
a mindset where they always kind of have this feeling of lack, even when it's not actually there. <laughs> like even when they do have money, they're still stressed about it. Um, a lot of people do remember what it's like to not have as much as they do now. So I understand where that kind of mindset comes from, but I also know that if your parents um, had a certain mindset about money, then you probably adopted that as well. So growing up, I always tried to save as much as I could. I was really worried about spending money. Like even though I had money to spend and I had jobs, I was still just like stressed about spending it all the time. I always felt like I was going to run out or there was going to be a time when I didn't have any, even though I spent a lot of my time like working on savings and stuff. So I kind of grew up feeling like there was always a little bit of stress around money, even though there really shouldn't have been. And that all changed when I started working for myself, um, when I started my own business and kind of moving out of my parents' house and being able to form my own opinions on money. I really took a different approach in looking at it. And that is all in part due to like self-help books that I've read, um, stuff about law of attraction and manifestation and spirituality about money, kind of looking at it from a different perspective. Money is literally just like <laughs> kind of an agreed upon thing that everyone agrees that like this piece of paper is like worth more than this piece of paper. And I started seeing it as just like this really arbitrary like thing that just like comes and goes and like flows and whatever and I took kind of like a really spiritual approach to it and I would like work on like manifesting and I one time like manifested this exact amount of money like I had envisioned myself getting it I like wrote myself a check from the universe that was for like an exact amount of money and I like focused on it for a while and then within a couple months I like manifested that exact amount of money stuff like that so I was like really into focusing on money in like a spiritual way and that was all really good because I was like making money with my business and like working for myself and that kind of just all went hand in hand with that kind of lifestyle and now I feel like now that I've kind of had my own business for a while and I'm kind of like settling in um, I bought a house and I have a dog and I kind of like have a little bit more of a more practical approach to money it's not just kind of like oh, money comes and goes, like it ebbs and flows. And when I need it, it'll appear. I'm more, I've just kind of become a little bit more practical, but um, I definitely still have a very balanced approach when it comes to money. But that's kind of like how my mindset around money has kind of changed throughout the years. I look at money from a spiritual sense of you know, money being an exchange of energy and money means certain things to me and different things to other people, which I'll get into. Um, but I also am kind of looking at it practically as in like one day when I'm 60, I'm probably going to want to be retired and have some savings. So I think I've kind of struck a balance now where I'm looking at it practically and then also trying to keep a relaxed mentality around it too. So money is both everything and nothing. Money is everything. You need money to buy anything. You can't have anything without money, really. But also, I think money is also nothing. And I just say that because money, honestly, is what you make it. And to some people, money really isn't anything. Like it's just kind of a tool that they use to keep themselves alive and to buy the things they need, but they don't have this intense fixation on it. And then some people like rappers make songs called like money on my mind where they literally only talk about having a lot of money. And the way you view money is 
going to, I personally think is going to kind of determine your financial situation. So I ask you to ask yourself right now, how do you view money? Like when you think about the word money or when you envision the word like finances, what is the feeling you have for a huge majority of people and immediately they just feel like stressed or you feel, you almost feel like there's this kind of like cloud or this feeling of things kind of like weighing down on you or like closing you in. Um, I know for people who have debt, that's probably the feeling they get. Like there's just this thing hanging over their head. And when they hear stuff about money, it's just like, ah, like I don't have enough. I owe so much. Like it's this thing that's like crushing me. Um, I've been there. (laughs) And I think some people might view it as happiness. Um, If you don't have enough money and you think about large sums of money, you think probably it will make you happier. Um, I have an important thing to say on that in a little bit. Um, It's about a study. But anyways, some people might view money as stress, like just this burden. And that can be whether you always feel like you don't have enough money or for some people who have a lot of money that can also be a huge burden which I know there's that thing that's like I would rather cry in my Ferrari than on my bike but like having a lot of money too can be a huge burden as well maybe you're like me and you view money as freedom for me having money has for quite a while now meant freedom the freedom to choose what I want my life to be like, the freedom to choose what I want to do, the freedom to say no to things or say yes to things by viewing money as freedom, not just like kind of this thing that I want, but I don't know why, but I just feel like I need more. Kind of having a why for your money is really important. You can be like so desperate for it or you can be striving so hard to get more of it But sometimes people don't even know why or like the reason why they want more or feel like they need more. There's just this like overall sentiment that having more money will make your life better. I actually read a study that said that making more money does equate to more happiness, but only up to $70,000 a year. $70,000 was the cap at which if you made money over that, it didn't equally increase your happiness. On average, I'm sure there's some people who don't get happier, but this is just like in general, (laughs) um, up to 70,000. But then once you're earning more than that, or once your household is earning more than that, having more doesn't make you happier. And that's something that I always think about when you really are in a dire situation and you don't have enough money for food or shelter or whatever, having more money does make you happier because you can take care of your basic needs. But once all your basic needs are met and you're just kind of needing money to spend it on things that like may or may not bring you joy and like may or may not be worthwhile, it doesn't actually make you happier. And when people earn more money, like let's say you have debt and you have the ability to get a new job that's going to pay more, you think like, okay, great. Like I'm not going to have money problems anymore. I can finally pay off my debt. But for a huge majority of people, it's actually not that they need to start earning more money. They need to just be better with their money because most people when their pay increases or when their salary increases or when they get more money they just up their spending habits as well there are so many people out there who are making so much money like so much more money than you are 
but they might actually not have as much savings as you, or they might be in a way worse financial situation because their spending habits are so out of whack as well. And their spending habits increased with their salary. Think about when you were kind of like younger and being really frugal and you didn't have much money at all, kind of like how much your monthly expenses were. But then when you think about when you started earning more money, you started, you know, getting nicer clothes or getting a nicer car or moving into a place that costs a little bit more per month or buying a house, your spending just kind of always increases as you earn more money. And I think most of the time people are like, oh, well, yeah, but like I can afford more, so I should. But earning more money isn't always the answer unless you can address your spending habits because otherwise you're going to be in the same place just with a higher salary, but also higher monthly bills. I know for sure that I'm the type of person whose spending habits just increase like with my pay increases. And it's something that I've actually been working on recently is kind of looking at things and being like, okay, maybe since my pay is increasing, if I want to start saving money, I need to keep my spending habits where they are so that I don't just start spending all of the new money that I'm getting. So I'm sure a lot of you guys can relate to that. And that's kind of like a simplified explanation. But if you feel like your spending habits aren't really where they should be, or you just feel like you're spending more than you want to be, I have some tips and things that I've learned. The first one, I'm going to say the word budget, but I do not want you to turn off this podcast. So my parents um, stick to a monthly budget and they have tried to force my sister and I to make a budget every month and like record our expenses and stuff because that is what works for them. But something that I've learned through like finance books and other things is that budgets don't work for the majority of people. Most people you know, feel all good at the start of the month when they make a budget. And then within a few days, it just kind of goes off the rail because you can't contain life into these like six categories or eight categories or whatever it is. There are always things that come up. There is always a category called miscellaneous that ends up being way bigger than you expected because you can't like live your life by stuffing your life experiences into these categorized boxes. And that's essentially what a budget comes down to. And that's why it doesn't work for a lot of people. So I was always just kind of feeling bad that I couldn't stick to my budget or like I always just like didn't want to do my budget because it seemed like it was pointless anyway. And then when I read in a book that budgets don't work for most people, I was like, oh, okay, it's not just me. Something that I think that has been a lot more effective for me than making a budget and trying to just like budget out all of the spending money that I have. There is a term for it now. It's called essentialism. And I watched a video where a guy was talking about it. I think he has a book on it and I don't remember his name, but I will link it below. Um, And it's called essentialism. And it's basically deciding what matters to you most. This is kind of like minimalism as well, but in just a little bit of a different way deciding what it is that matters to you most and spending money on that. And then on the other things that don't matter, not spending as much money on that. So I'm going to go into this a little bit. So the explanation that that guy gave in the video was that he does not care about um, his computer. Like he's had a laptop for 10 years. He's like, it crashes all the time. doesn't really work, but I don't care. Like I could not care less if I have a cool, awesome, fast computer. Also with cars, he's like, I look at cars as like a thing to get you from point A to point B. Couldn't care less. I have like an old beat up Toyota. Um, I can afford a way nicer car, but I don't care. So he's like, why would I spend any extra money on it than I absolutely have to? But he was like, what I do care about is convenience. 
And so he said that he loves to spend money on getting someone to come every couple weeks and clean their house and getting someone to help them do their laundry, um, paying for takeout and, you know, eating at restaurants. He really values convenience and paying more for things that just make his life more comfortable and more convenient. And he was like, I spend probably way more than a lot, like the majority of people would feel comfortable um, on convenience items or convenience like services. And he also said that he loves a coffee shop latte. Like he never wants to just say like, oh, I'll just make my coffee at home and I won't buy coffee from whatever coffee shop anymore. He was like, I love lattes and I'm never going to stop getting them. And that's something that he's just okay with spending that much money on. And so he said, find the few things that you really do care about that really do bring you joy and really do make it worthwhile to spend your money on. And then the rest of the stuff, just leave it. Like if you don't really care about clothes, don't feel like you need to keep up with the latest trends or like buy new things every once in a while just to like look cool. And when I thought about it for me, things that I really care about are food. I love going to restaurants and I love buying groceries and like testing out recipes and cooking for people. And food is something that I always will want to spend a lot of money on. But something like a car for me also is something that I don't really care that much about. I want a car that is safe and that works, but I don't really care if it's, you know, super nice. I also really like frappuccinos from Starbucks and um, I love going to coffee shops and getting coffee and that's something that I don't really want to give up because that brings a lot of joy to me. So I think the people who say to like brown bag your lunch and make your coffee at home and stuff like that to save extra money, I think if you listen to that and you cut back on the things that they say you should be cutting back on, it's actually going to just make your life shittier and you're not going to be happy. But if you can take a look at your own life and look at the things that really matter to you and feel okay with spending money on those um, and then decide that you're not going to spend money that you don't need to on other things, then that's a really good way to still live comfortably but also save money. If you couldn't care less about fashion or like staying up to date on the latest clothing trends, don't feel like you need to go out and buy clothes just because, you know, you think you're going to look dumb if you are wearing flare jeans and someone else is wearing skinny jeans. Like you don't have to kind of have the best and the nicest of everything. Focus on the things that really matter to you because those are the things that are actually going to make your life better and actually bring you joy and then leave the rest. Who cares? So yeah, spending money on things that you decide are important in your life and cutting back on what really isn't is a really key way to kind of control your spending without feeling like you have to budget every cent because that can be really stressful. I read a finance book recently that was really good. It was kind of like, okay, it was written like a novel, but it had financial advice in it. And I think that was just to appeal to like the younger audience. Um, and it's called The Latte Factor by David Bach. And I thought it was really cool and a really, really cool and fun and interesting way of looking at savings and investing. So in that book, they say to pay yourself first. And that means when you spend money, you are basically paying someone else. So if you spend money at a restaurant, essentially you're um, overall like paying that business 
if you go to McDonald's and you buy food there, essentially you are paying McDonald's. If you go to Starbucks or if you go to the mall and buy an outfit, you are paying those companies. So what they say is to pay yourself first. So I'm just going to explain this and then like hopefully I don't butcher it. So what they say is take the amount of money that you make in the first hour of your workday and pay yourself with that. Put that into a savings account. Don't spend it on something else. Pay yourself, meaning put it into savings and it's going to be going to yourself. So let's say um, you work a job and it works out to be you make $15 an hour. So you're going to take $15 and you're going to put that amount into a savings account. So obviously every day you're not going to actually physically put that money in, but you want to calculate it so that you're saving like $15 a day. So 15 times five, five days a week. If you work five days a week, set up a transfer to your savings account every couple weeks or every paycheck or whatever to put aside the equivalent of one hour of work a day into a savings account or into an account where you're investing or anything like that. And that is how you can start building some money for yourself. And that is how you can stop just like blowing all your money as soon as you get it and not having any savings or not having any retirement fund or anything like that. Paying yourself first, it's just a cool way to look at it instead of going and spending the money elsewhere and paying those people. Pay yourself first and then pay your bills and then whatever money is left over, you can use that to pay Starbucks or McDonald's or whatever it is. Um, okay. I hope I did not butcher that. I may have. <laughs> Hopefully that was helpful. If it's confusing, you should buy the book, The Latte Factor, because uh, yeah, I'll link it below. It explains it a lot better. But yeah, having savings is also just a really amazing way to kind of relax about money and not feel like you're always stressed about it because having kind of an account or like an emergency fund or a savings fund that you know you can fall back on if you need to. Doing it in a way that doesn't feel like you have to be saving as much as possible, but kind of in an automatic way where you just do a transfer every month of a certain amount of money from your paycheck. You know it's going to be going in there and then you don't feel guilty about spending the other money because I know, like I said, growing up, my dad was really big on saving, 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 like just saving as much as you can. And I didn't really like that because it made any time I wanted to buy something, I felt guilty about it because I felt like I should be saving that money. So have a plan for yourself of how much you want to be saving and feeling good about that and then not worrying when you want to buy something or you want to spend money on something because you know you have your savings plan in place and you also know that the rest of the money can be used on whatever you like. And then the last thing I wanted to bring up is the law of attraction and man manifestation. So like I said, I've kind of struck a balance between a practical outlook on money and a more spiritual outlook on it. And if you're interested in looking into like money and the law of attraction and the spiritual side of it, I'll link a book below, but I talk about this book a lot. It's called The Power. Um, it's really good at kind of explaining the spiritual and like law of attraction aspects of money because I fully believe in it and it has worked for me in terms of like changing my mindset around money and also manifesting amounts of money. Another really good book is called You Are a Badass at Making Money. It is the sequel to the book called You Are a Badass by Jen Sincero. And I can link that below too. I'm not fully going to get into like manifestation and all that about money right now for the sake of the length of this podcast. But if you guys also want me to talk about it more, I definitely can. Um, just drop me a message on Instagram or send me an email or something and let me know. 
So yeah, I think I'm going to wrap up this episode there. I hope that this was interesting to you guys. And I, yeah, I didn't expect to be doing an episode on money, but I'm glad I did. I think this was really good. So thank you to all the people who requested this. I hope it was (laughs) what you were hoping for or expecting. Um, And if you like this episode, don't forget to leave a rating and review on iTunes. That is going to be everything for me today. I hope you guys have an amazing week ahead and I will see you all in the next episode. Bye.